If you are you on a computer, uh, you're on a computer or phone. I'm using my phone now. Okay, so there's a you can like swipe one side, and if you swipe the other side, it doesn't do it. But one side will like take you to other people, I think. Yeah. But you don't have to. Okay, I can, the who's talking view is nice. It is kind of nice because then you at least know who's talking. And if you want to creep on people that aren't talking, that's how you do it. Thanks for your lessons in creepery. I really appreciate our friendship. I've been to a lot of Zoom meetings, and there's always the one cute dude who's sitting in his house with a tank top on, and I am guilty of pinning his video once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's always a quiet one. What's the background of his living room like? And then you're like, oh, there's a stain on the couch. He doesn't take care of shit, you know, and then you're you know isn't that what you like dirty bad boys who are in really good shape yep and I have a thing for dumb looking guys too so I don't want them to actually be dumb I just want them to look dumb anyway this explains why we were roommates for a decade (laughs) I was super into Rory at one time so yeah sorry Rory man you just look like an idiot (laughs) come live with me yeah let's move in together (laughs) hey we should work out (laughs) that really happened Uh, that really did happen I I hurt myself three times a week uh, with weights and cardio is because Rick said, no, come over. Like I do it three days a week. We get high, we get worked out and then we have some drinks. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it was fun. It's less creepy than it sounds. I never and tried I anything. On it. I never tried anything. Really. I mean, except to get me to s- stand there in front of the mirror with my shirt off and flex. <laughs> there was a lot of that, but everybody does that when they work out. It's not that, that's not weird. That's not too good. Just you, dude. Uh, I don't do that when I work out, That's Rick. that real. I have come to find out, Rick, that that is a lie, and it is just you. Oh, there aren't giant floor-to-ceiling mirrors in every gym. For a reason. No, but people aren't yeah, looking at themselves see. necessarily shirtless flexing. Yes. They're looking yes, at Yes, they are. Yes, they are. It's why you're working out. Right. Come on. So that you can look, yeah, so that you can like the way you look. I don't you gotta know. check it. I feel dirty now, you guys. I guess I'm just self-conscious as fuck then. <laughs> oh, well, well, if Rick's feeling dirty, we should have saved this all for the show. God damn it. Yes, we should have. Okay, Roy, let's start, oh, right? Yeah. You're not already recording? I thought you always record this. Bullshit. Oh, yes, I am recording, and this might become part of the show. <laughs> Are you ready to start the real show, though? You're ready for this, right? Who wants to be famous? The biggest little city in the world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the winter playground known as the Truckee Meadows. This is the worst little podcast in the world, and I am your host, the Reverend Rory Down. With me, as always, is my good buddy, Mr. Nick Ramirez. We've also got Dogwater Dick and Ian in the house. But better than that, we welcome back our longtime friends. You know them, you love them. It's Betty Rocker. We're talking out of our ass. Good morning, Rick. Morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fucking great. I uh, I made it out to an open mic this last week. Did you guys know that there was oh, an open mic what? happening? Yeah. There's an open mic? Where? Uh, Wednesday at Dead Ringer. No shit. Nice going, boys. It was 
fucking really, really great to hear people play music in front of me and and see people <sighs> and and uh, and hang around with drunk people. Yeah, it was. I had so much fun. <laughs> I had a. It I, was a great time. I do love the fact that even though you've been sober for um, fourteen, almost fifteen years now. Um, and congratulations on that, by the way. But uh, um, I love the fact that your favorite place to go hang out is still bars. Oh, <laughs> just awesome. Yeah. So, well, no, and it's the music. I mean, it's the music. I mean, it's the people and the music. But it, after not being out at a yeah. place like that for over a year, it was really, really like amazing. Like I couldn't believe how much fun I had, and and seeing and just seeing people get up that because it, it was an open mic, so it was just like it was. Oh God, it reminded me of the old um. Uh, downtown open mic. What it was at fucking um, Zephyr, Java, Java, Jungle? Java Jung- the old Rant. Java Jungle one. I it, it was so except except it didn't have that awful like armpit smell because the people bathe now. <laughs> but but that yeah, was a smelly open mic. Oh god! And pr- and pr- I'm sure fewer high school kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because everybody was over 21, and Michelle Bell was there and just kicked so oh, much yeah. ass. Oh. God, it was so good, you guys. I had a great fucking time. I want to go back so bad. I wouldn't be going there if I didn't have uh, some antibodies or like, you know. Cause- hey, hey, let me know after the 10th when I get my second vaccination oh. shot. And maybe oh. I'll accompany you there some night. Because I've been dying to go see my friends uh, uh, Josh and Skylar and Zach over there. Uh, who are the guys behind Dead Ringer? And I'm really excited about that. Still being a, a part of the landscape in this coming year, dude. They're doing so, a great yeah, job. Yeah, Dead Ringer. And yeah. as I was talking to people, a lot of the people I talked to already had the vaccine or were or had already had COVID. So that's my week. Well, that's almost as cool as my story. What's that's your the story? Best news I've heard Rory, has something changed um, in your life? I have uh, decided yeah. that I am going to um, take a vow of poverty. And charity at the same time because you're becoming uh, a priest. Da- Close. Um, the Dowd family is expecting another. Yeah, I, I am a reverend, <laughs> but that's a reverend, not a priest. That's totally different. Uh, a priest <laughs> is Catholic, and uh, most Catholic priests can't have uh, babies until after um, they've stopped being priests. So I'm out. So another yeah, baby. I'm, I'm having another baby. Well, my wife is technically, but uh, the family is. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, I I like not sleeping. Um, I like getting <laughs> up at all hours of the day. It's exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had just gotten to this point where Bobby was like digging, like he he could sit with you while you took a nap, and he'd just watch TV. Nah, that's not good enough. I I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want that nap. <laughs> I want to start to doze off and have to get up every 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's super fun, man. It's a blast. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I couldn't Nick, I couldn't let Nick have all the glory and yeah. all the oh how cute pose. So you always have to September one up. this year. September this year. I'm coming for you, man. That's it. <laughs> Roy, come to one up me again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to try every time, Nick, because you're better than me, uh, uh, qua- uh, quantitatively. So I, I just try. <laughs> well, excuse me, you're better than me qualitatively. I'm just trying to catch up quantitatively. Maybe if I have a bunch of kids, one of them will be a good musician. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 0 for two so far. <laughs> 
a big question mark on that. There's, uh, Pauline still has her at bat coming, so <laughs> right, she hasn't been giving the chance yet. But the the first one, Bruiser, I struck out. Yeah, like <laughs> he's making he's making actually he's making really cool electronic music. I would say he's an artist. That yeah. does count. That's. that's yeah. That's what he Don't does. act like you that gotta, You count. still have to have the ear for it. Yeah. You still got to have skill to do it and do it well, you know? Yeah. It's just a different skill set. Like, Rick could never play music. He could just push buttons and play with computers. Amen. And now look at him. Oh. The head of a conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> a massive for-profit organization. Yes. <laughs> That's how I think of myself. With a, you have an office with a view. Oh, it's so true. Well, it does take a lot of organization. And I assume you're massive. And you are. Hey. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and introduce the band. Or I should say, have the band introduce themselves to you. We let's start band? with Carolyn. Hi, kids. Who are you and what do you play? Thank you, Nick. I'm, I'm Carolyn. And I play sometimes the guitar, probably rhythm guitar this time. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> In this band. I've, right now, I play rhythm guitar. It's a lot of fun. It's my skill level. I'm happy there. I like chords. Yeah, as a fellow rhythm guitarist, I, I feel that there's not enough people who take pride in being a rhythm guitarist. <laughs> I don't have to drive. Oh, wait, I'm driving? <laughs> Anyway. No, no, force bass player to drive. <laughs> bass, bass player and the drummer. Just leave it to them. <laughs> bass player and drummer. Yeah, introduce yourselves. I'm Rick. I play drums. Rick. Hi, I, Rick. I, I'm making Hi. a prediction right now that we will hear the least from Rick. Yeah, I'm pretty quiet. I'm more of a listener. Except when he plays those drums. Oh, then he's no, loud as fuck. <laughs> when he plays the drums, he's listening, which makes him great. Uh, Not all drummers uh, do that. I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling. Ricky McFeely. <laughs> I've decided. <laughs> He's got a good feel. Brian, tell us who you are. Uh, what it is. It's like I'm Brian. I play bass for Betty Rocker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brian. Hey, is this your first time on the show, Brian? Yes, sir. Awesome. So, like, uh, they have uh, not warned you about anything about the show, have they? They gave me a little bit of a lowdown. <laughs> Brian, I want you to know it's usually way cooler than this. This is kind of lame that we have to do it this way. Especially in the studio and the post show meetings in Rick's extra studio. That's always the most fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so we're just over Zoom right now. So, you know, this is a, a, a warm electronic welcome to you. Right on. Thank you, you. You can't catch anything. <laughs> no rubella, no mumps, no COVID. It's all good. <laughs> and then, last. Yes. Carla. Betty herself. Wait okay. So so I am Carla and um I play lead guitar in this band and um sometimes do a little bit of not really backing vocals, backing <laughs> backing words. I don't really sing, but Carolyn yeah, and I'd like to mention Carolyn is really the, she is the voice of this band. Carolyn is totally the voice of this band. We have, on the last few songs, we have added uh, all of us on backing vocals, and that's been really fun. But for sure, she she is the voice of Eddie Rocker. Carla, you revealed my secret. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, for a second, I was thinking, so who's singing for you guys now? Nobody? Uh, uh, just, uh, just purely instrumental noise rock, man. Uh, 
It's hard for me to consider myself a singer. Oh, oh but you are. Whatever. 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 I yeah. I, I'd shout a bunch and oh. bang a thing. The shouterer. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Just doing the best I can over here. I perceive that playing an instrument has a better recognition level as far as musicians go. That's not to say that singers aren't great musicians. I just have a thing where I feel like you, if you're bringing more to the table than just vocals, because everyone has a voice, then... I'll say that. That's very much the point of why I learned to play guitar at 37 is because I wanted to be in a band and I was sick of nobody taking me seriously without knowing how to play an instrument and only being able to sing and write. I think that being the singer is is just so much. I mean, Carolyn, can you imagine if you weren't singing in our band? Can you imagine what we would sound like? We probably wouldn't be sitting here. We wouldn't want me to be singing in this band. I mean... <laughs> Really? Or we'd have to bring in some well, like actually, egomaniac, Carla, you know? You don't want that. Really, it I would be like the cure without time, Robert Carla. Smith. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Wasn't that called the glove? <laughs> no, the glove had you're, you're right. I mean, but yeah, but he did sing on two songs. And he wrote all the lyrics. So he was there dropping acid and doing fucked up shit with that guy from Susie and the Banshees. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to derail the whole conversation like that. Goth war with Rick. Welcome to my world. Does everybody remember the glove? Glove? Carolyn is, uh, she's also um, a baker and, and brings baked goods to Betty Rocker shows. So really, it, in you know, you write the songs, you do the picking of it. Do you you are the face of Betty Rock? I'd have to agree with Carla. Just as an observer, you know. Well, I take actually it's Carla who does the baking. Um and there's the fantastic cook. Um Oh. Well then never mind. I mean I think <laughs> never mind. Your singing made us think it was you. <laughs> it's both of you. But I, I suppose I assume the face because I think like in the beginning, Carla was too shy to step to a microphone. And so I took that bullet a little bit because I wanted her to get under that spotlight. And I would never have done it for myself because it wasn't good enough. <laughs> but like, uh, friends if, pushing but each but other off a cliff. Carla to be on a stage under a spotlight. Man, it's so sweet. It took somebody shyer than you to make you get up there. And it's just like I, yeah. I had to live with filthier roommates to make me become a clean person. That yeah. didn't work for me, Rick. I we you just need to find dirty enough people. I won't live with dirty enough people now. I'm t- I'm like I'm almost thirty now, Rick. I'm not about to go like back to being in like my first year of college. No, no, thank you. I'm good. I still drive past the studio apartment that me and six friends rented together. It was a real ah. shit show. Oof. Oh. Mm. But this band Oof. is way better than that. Was that over in the hood? It was right by the. It was the Francisco Apartments by by the Reno Library. Not the Robin Hood. No, the the Robin Hood one was when I kind of had my shit figured out. That was when I became clean and lived over on Robin ah. Hood. Grand Canyon is where I really learned. That was the place that I went. These people fucking suck. I'm going to never be like, I don't want to ever live like this again. Just stirring an old pot of beans that's just rotting on the stove for two weeks. You know, really. And you know that beans, when they rot, smell exactly like human excrement. You know, I didn't know that because I've never had beans rot that bad. Yeah, because why would anybody leave that out for that long? It's awful. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you guys, we should. I wanted you guys all to meet Brian because Brian's new. Yes. Let's talk about yes. Brian. When did you get Hi, Brian. <laughs> How long have you been with the band? Honestly, close to three years. Two years. Three years. Three years, I think. Yeah, Brian. I believe so. Three years, I think. Wow, time really flew. Yes. But one of those years you can kind of discount because it was last year and yeah. what the fuck happened? Nothing. Yeah. Everybody's just in a holding pattern for the last 12 months. <laughs> oh, so that means I'm not turning 30 this year. Yes! <laughs> I know you still are and no, your taxes no. are due. You're still yeah, one year no. closer to death. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but Ian, relax because your 30s are some of the best years of your fucking life. If I could pick any age yeah. to go back to, it would be 35. Yeah. 35 was so fucking rad. At the end of your 30s, shit stops working. At the beginning of your 30s, your brain starts working. It's kind of magical. (laughs) Oh, we'll see how that goes. My mom says that the 50s are pretty great too, which I'm about to enter. And uh, but she said the 60s are just just blow so fucking hard you don't even know. So oof. I'm not looking forward to that. I just hit 50 and I still feel okay. And look amazing. They're just going to keep rocking. Bullshit. You hit 50. Really? Yeah, I turned 50. Awesome. Well, well, happy birthday again. Because I'm sure I gave you a plastic Facebook greeting. (laughs) Happy level up day. The Scafidi sisters uh, spent all year. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yes. They delivered a present a month for the entire year. They started this before the pandemic hit. Um, and it was such a beautiful gesture. Once a month on the 24th, they would deliver some kind of gift, a 50 quantity of something. Oh. And then uh, on my actual birthday, they delivered 50 greetings of love from people in the community. Musicians, I'm sure some of you participated. Actually, I did participate in that. I didn't just give you a fake Facebook <laughs> <It> was, greeting. <laughs> it was the most beautiful thing. It was so much love. And uh Yeah. Can't have a party. I'm I, sorry. I, I I'm sorry. Love. I forgot that was only in September. It seems like it was four years ago. What were some of the fifty quantities? Fifty quantities. Uh, my favorite one was fifty chocolate covered cinnamon bears oh, in a candy oh, nice. jar. Oh wow! That's awesome. Some of them were fifty dollars gift cards to lovely places. I think there were fifty trail mixes oh, one wow. month. That's a lot of trail um, Fifty flowers on another month. Yeah. Shit. Fun stuff. Oh. Anyway, uh, kudos to the Scapiti sisters. Oh, yeah. For being- wow. So, Brian, how old are you? Thank <laughs> you. I'm 38. Awesome. Um, maybe this year somebody will get you 39 of everything, but probably I not. They do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough standard. <laughs> no. Yeah, and you see, end of the 30s, that's a nice golden, golden time. Oh. Uh, of years you know your body doesn't hurt yet it's great i i'm sorry i hurt a lot i i have toddlers and i'm old i started working out again too recently and so it's like oh man i hurt so bad you know what'll fix that hurt yourself again tomorrow yeah, that is correct brian do you work out i work a lot and i'm up to like three o'clock in the morning it's like that so all day is a non-stop workout i also put weights on my ankles okay. hey there you go that's good that's really good you do? What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I bagged off of the 20 pound ones and it's like, and I just wear like the little five pounds at work. Well, I'll be damned. That's why you wear those boot cuts. 
the high yep. ankle. <laughs> 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 I bet you got great calves. <laughs> That's why you're wearing a weight. It's okay. <laughs> we were supposed to have Brian join us uh, in in the band. He uh, started working with Rick and I at Trader Joe's. We were kind of humming and hawing. No bass player in our long distance configuration. Trying to figure out: should I go back to playing bass, or should we just everybody switch instruments and start over? Or what should we do? And then. Uh, Brian approached me and said, I was wondering if I could audition. I said, audition? <laughs> Dude, if you show up, you, you're you in. <laughs> Being in a band in Reno. <laughs> audition? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Your rhythm section in Reno, like, you you don't, yeah, whatever. Like, everybody's a singer and a lead guitarist, but, uh, but the rhythm section wanted. Oh, God. <laughs> if, but don't ever let Brian know how much power he has, because yes. everybody needs <laughs> bass players. Hey, I, I learned my lesson from John Paul Jones. He said his dad always told him, no matter what instruments you know how to play, you will always have work if you're a bass player. Fucking yes. A. So Fair I don't know about that. There you go. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's kind of the whole thing. If you want to get a like full ride scholarship playing any instrument, play tuba because nobody fucking plays tuba and you can get a there full ride go. anywhere playing right. tuba. I, I, I was told the same about trombone. <laughs> well, because everybody wants to play trumpet. Yeah. How about we listen to some music of the Betty Rocker variety? Oh, we could let everybody know what you fucking sound like. Uh, what what do we got? What would you like to hear, you guys? Uh, well, hopefully we submitted uh, the most recent three completed songs that we did at Dogwater, um, <laughs> one of our very favorite local studios, ladies and gentlemen. Please record it. <laughs> I've never heard of it. What? Oh, well, Dogwater Studios. What's that? <laughs> I get an email from a band, and it says music for the show, and and then I look, and it's all songs that I recorded, and I can picture Rory telling them, <laughs> "You have to send Rick the music." And then them being like, Rick already has the music, but okay. Rick recorded the music. I'm so glad that happens to other bands. I sometimes I sometimes mention it, but like, you know what? I have a I, frankly, I have a form letter that I copy and paste every goddamn week to oh. whoever the guest is when oh, I confirm fine. the appearance. I'm sense. kind of professional <laughs> like that. That's, that's <laughs> it's always just so, so cute. Bigger. So which one would you guys like to hear first? And what do you want to say about it to the audience before they hear it? Make drummer Rick pick. Ooh, good, good call. Let's hear by design. That's our latest. You guys want to say anything uh, about yeah. that? Don't go to sleep. It's really slow. On. We were gearing up in March of last year to play a wonderful show. I was so excited to play this ACDC themed grill show called Shoot to Grill with Mark Ernest. Um, and it, of course, pandemic shut it down. So we, this song came out of a kind of a like ACDC exercise and it just showed up and wanted to be something. But then we kind of turned it into this exercise because remember we're doing, we're creating these songs long distance, right? Cause I'm, I'm way up North. I'm not in the Reno area. So we created this and I don't know, how did it get so slow? Was it ever that slow? Anyway, we, we, it was an exercise in everybody take a step back and we do as little as possible in this song, right? So there's almost nothing going on, but was it always supposed to be this slow? <laughs> well, let's let them listen. 
listen to it and see if it's evidently the song is still currently in production and if you'd like to submit your opinion please contact so so before we before we get to this though i do want to set up these songs for everybody because i didn't realize this so you guys have like created all of this music virtually in 2020 we did this song rory was done in 2020 this by design uh this one was uh, the another song was done the year before, and then I think the year before that. I think, but this this song is yes, it was done, and yeah, we hammered it out online, and then um, you know we kind of we had not played together this song. We met at Dogwater, and we played it together for the first time. <laughs> and I get to oh, be wow. here for that. Oh, we, had never, right. we had never played it together before so i will say that about this so it, this is this is like fresh like a, a sapling oh yeah they were doing this before it was cool before everybody was working long distance it's they true. were already oh, working yeah. long distance we've been doing it because you're out of town yeah to i moved up to washington in 16 i've been here since 16 so everything we've done since 2016 has all been written for long distance. Yeah. Wow, that's solid. And yeah, and so usually Carolyn and I usually have a weekly Skype meeting and we hammer out this stuff. And then I was, before COVID, I was coming down every few months. We'd have a band practice or play a show or whatever. You know, in real life, I would show up. But yeah, we're doing all this long distance.
I like that a lot. Rad. That was rad. It's not slow. It grooves. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. It's stoner rock a little bit. Sexy. Yeah. Just got that kind of sludge kind of. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Great. No, nah, but that's got like you that you could made that song like twice as long with the like solo in the middle, and I would like drive all day with that on repeat. Shit. It's kind of like a strip, <laughs> kind of like what pole music. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, I could totally see. Oh, like, chicks like with in the wow. old Reno, the old Reno stripper pole days, like Mr. D's and stuff. You know, yeah, oh, with the see-through heels, you guys. See-through heels in your video. Oh. Acrylic heels, the wedge kind or the stiletto kind? Uh, <laughs> like the wedge kind that you can put a goldfish in. Oh, <laughs> like, and I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> no goldfish were harmed in the making of the song. I, I, found, uh, I found when playing that song when I was, uh, I mean, there was, there's not much to practice, but when I was practicing it before going down to the studio. I could not stand still with that song. I was just so grooving with the, yeah. with the guitar. And it was so fun, you know, just striking those big fat chords. It's yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, breaking it down and like making it simpler just makes it that much better. Like, oh, you could have done a whole bunch of other stuff in there, but like oh, that, like just groove, just it keep it moving. The, it is the simplest damn thing, you know? Rocking. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a well, there's a reason ACDC made billions of dollars, I'm sure, on very simple. I'm a dude. Here's some fat chords. Woo! Yeah. Like, but, <laughs> the band's whole like chemistry right there. <laughs> We've got three chords. We're gonna stick to them. Big fan. <laughs> yeah, right here. What really helps that is amazing catchy lyrics that you remember afterwards. And let's not forget Brian's bullshit. Yes. That fucking, that yeah. fucking oh, fills that in so really. sweet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, Carolyn, <laughs> you look like you have questions for us. I do have questions. I have a clipboard and a pen. Oh, okay. oh crap. Uh, mom's giving us a quiz, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's time for a podcast quiz. Oh, shit. For the podcast, uh, fellas. You know, um, oh, I no. don't like this kind of thing. Oh, no. I, I am <laughs> shut down the show for less. <laughs> well, I assure you my intentions are noble. So, it's really merely speculative, but uh, if we ever get to play this ACDC-themed show with Mark Ernest uh, in yes. the future, should we play rock and roll singer? Girls Got Rhythm, TNT. I, if I have to stick to those three, I would say TNT. But frankly, yeah. I think Dirty yeah, Deeds would be a better well, choice for you guys. Dirty Deeds, Thunder Chief. Yeah, yeah. That would be a great choice for you guys, I think. Just that That's my opinion. But if it's those three, TNT. Yeah. Same TNT, but like honestly, rock and roll ain't noise pollution doesn't get enough like time in the yeah, whole day. So like that is a hell of a good song <laughs> too. It is. It is. Okay. It is. At this at this point, I would be happy to play just about anything and play. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'd play Mustang Sally if I could oh. get on a stage right now. Okay. No. Get, get oh, hard and Get hard and heavy with Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Almost, 
almost anything I would play, really, even songs I hate. Well, <laughs> you guys, we miss playing shows, just yeah. FYI. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that on. open mic sounded pretty, pretty good. Oh, Can't yeah. wait till shit's like that again. And now they have masks on and everything, and everybody was kind of minding their distance, right? Yeah, except for that, that. Except for that, when people are physically drinking, you can't have a mask on. So that you know, keep in mind that it was. That's right. why I was saying, yeah. I don't think I would be there if I didn't have some form of immunity. Right. And I think a lot of the people I talked to there had already had COVID recently or had had the shot. And so, like, I think it's a thing that people are starting to do once they're protected in some way. I don't think it would be a great place to just take your grandmother right now. Because it's true. Every time somebody... <laughs> your grandmother has probably already gotten her vaccination. Okay. So would be okay for her to go. I take it back. Grandma can yeah. go. For you. <laughs> and she's going to love the music. Oh, yeah. And, and I was in a place before I got COVID that I wasn't even going to restaurants. But then also keep in mind yep. that our area, we were up to 16,000 cases at January 15th, and that number has plummeted. We're down to 4,000. So we have a quarter That's of the right. cases we did at the apex. So things are overall a little bit safer than they were. It's not back to where it was during summer, but it's better. Uh, so I personally, I've been keeping an eye on the Truckee Meadows uh, risk meter just for what it's like around here. And it's an advisory thing. It's not to create policy, although a lot of people think it was, but whatever, that's a whole other thing. Uh, but I've been keeping an eye on it. And like you, like we, it, Diana was going to work, uh, but we weren't leaving the house much at all uh, for many months while it was up in the dark, blood red, purple, very high risk category. Yes. <laughs> um, however, the other night it has dipped all the way down to the border of mild and moderate and high. Right. And, um, well, lobster fest, motherfucker. We went out oh. on Sunday night. God. <laughs> oh. Um, and, and, you know, the restaurant was like, it was a little more full than I, uh, um, you might expect, but they've also relaxed a lot of the capacity guidelines. Yes. Um, because the risk has gone down. Yeah. And it was actually like, it, it was nice. It was sparse. People had masks on to walk around the room, but if they were sitting at their table, they did not. And it was uh, normal and civil and lovely. And um, it was a really nice uh, uh, breath of fresh air. Yeah. I miss, like, I know I'm not one of those people who always goes out and does shit, but I miss having the option. Yes. Like, I, I, yeah. I choose to stay at home most of the time. But now that I can't even choose to, like, go have a beer at 40, I'm like, well, cool. I guess I'm just, Staying home forever <laughs> again. Yeah, I feel lucky that I quit drinking right before the pandemic, and then and then I, we or we had a baby after that. So like, <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to be going out anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and you're not uh, missing interaction with uh, other people as much. No, yeah. but Nick also has the ultimate diversion too. You know, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. right. Like, yeah, I'm. I have it's. Might as well do it now while we're doing a pandemic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while before I get any younger, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've COVID. I've found that this whole like COVID's gotten to reset a lot of people. You know, I I spent a lot of my time going to the open mic nights, going to shows. Everybody's going out now. All these social engagements. Well, guess what? I'm not going to be doing a lot of 
any like, of that. <laughs> like, yeah, I've, I've kind of now. I've kind of retired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rory, totally. that's, that's not such a bad thing, though. No, you know, I I find that I don't, and I think that's maybe sometimes a consequence of just growing up and maturing a little bit. Hey, look, I now I'm Peter Pan and I no, have no <laughs> intentions of changing. <laughs> no, no, but what I, was, what I was going to say, what I was going to say is that, you know, even before COVID, I don't go out a lot, but I think because I don't go out that often, when I do, I really enjoy it. You know, yeah. it's oh, for real. Don't I, 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 I honestly, I, you know, I've been pulling back for a couple of years here. Um, yeah. And uh, no, I'm not Peter Pan anymore. That's my son. I'm Captain Hook. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but the, but the, the year of COVID taking away a lot of those options, uh, making everybody simmer down. Um, yes. I'm hoping it's going to have a positive effect on audiences and people showing appreciation for what is happening and maybe not mm. overbooking every venue every night of the week all the time, but there being a little more of a selective atmosphere coming in the future. That will probably uh, exist for about six weeks <laughs> and then it'll be business as usual uh, come, you know, March, 2022. Well, shit, man, thinking about it, like with both you and Nick having kids, Kim working again and Chewy always having to go and do things and Rick being busy. I'm the only one who's going to be able to do man on the street shit anymore. And that's frightening because I'm not a social person. Guess who's going to become the lead booking uh, uh, producer of the podcast. Uh, no, I see a lot more sludgy metal in this show's future. Oh, <laughs> and maybe we should do another song and then go yes. into our quiz for our virgin uh, guest. Well, and yeah, it's been a long time since Carla and Rick have taken the quiz. Carla and whatever, we've taken the quiz too many times. I think I have your scores on file. Like, happened to year band I was in that year. We would be remiss if we went into the song without mentioning the reason. Like you were on about a year ago, we recorded the last show you were on as part of Women's March, but it didn't come out until April. So welcome back! It is Women's March once again here on the podcast, where we highlight uh, uh, lovely ladies of our community making music and doing art things. We've got a cool month planned for you, and I thank you, Betty Rocker, for being our first guest this month. Thanks for having us. And now here's a song.
man, Carla working those fucking pedals. You hear that shit? Yeah, so rad. That was cool. I also like the samples. (laughs) (laughs) Carla's little tip in. Twenty-four measures in space. Yeah, awesome. I know. That that's dancey. And I was a bit of a hog there with the twenty-four measure solo. I I couldn't help it. Uh, (laughs) Well. I'll tell you how to get that dancey thing. Um, I think I just played a B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Just play the note B. Give me a B. Give me a B. A bouncy B. <laughs> like Jackie fucking. Uh... I was like, how about B? But so Carla can go to space. It's great. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was fun. I know. I, I, I just, I, I love these guys for just kind of like, driving the bus underneath me and just letting me have fun there. That was fun. (laughs) Very cool. Nah, I really liked it. It kind of reminded me of like, like older Rush, but like at the same time with some of like the crazier spacey shit that they did later. I I definitely was feeling a uh, 70s vibe. Is it time for goodnight? Yeah, I, I think Bobby wanted to come say goodnight. Can you say night night to everybody? Good night. Good night. Night night. And a hug. Why wouldn't you want fifteen or twenty of those? <laughs> well, um, apparently they're expensive. Oh, there's that. Uh, I, I think it gets easier the more you have. So, well, because then you can have the older ones watch the little ones. Yeah, uh, uh, and and you just care less. Right, right. The first one matters so much, and by the fifth or sixth, you're just oh, yeah. like, eh. That's yeah, not in my family for sure. Is it? Are you ble- And now I understand uh, my parents, uh, who were themselves uh, uh, from large families of nine and seven siblings, kind of thing. Um, are you bleeding? Then I don't want to hear about it. I understand this phrase so much better now. <laughs> Just get some leaves. Um, I mean, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Roll in some dirt. It'll be fine. Yeah. That's what makes scabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, that's how you build an immune system, kid. Right. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, Let the dog lick it. Rory, it sounds like he's uh, he's talking real well now. So we're going to get some samples this year, yeah? Oh, he decided in the last three weeks that he knows how to talk and say all of the words, yes. And now he won't stop saying them. Yes. (laughs) Well, you know, you are his dad, so, you know. He's going to be talking forever now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, it was neat. Like, you know, one day he went from, like, coaxing syllables out of him to the next day he just... Oh, this is how you talk. And he comes up with legit phrases like, uh, come over here. Dad, come here. Come here. Dad. Like, it, I don't know. It's oh. it's hard to explain. But he went from sounding out triangle to explaining to me how he needs me to come into his bedroom and get a dinosaur to bring it back out to terrorize the cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I'm all doing this, this again. Nostalgic about it. Right. Because. It's been a while. <laughs> Would you like to babysit <laughs> after COVID? Okay, post-COVID babysitting. That'll, that'll make you not want it real quick. 
<laughs> Renting friends babies. It's the best way to remind yourself you don't need one. <laughs> and that's the problem with COVID. Couldn't borrow babies. That's really <laughs> gross and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rory Dow's uh, baby borrowing service. How can I help you? Yeah, I, I may I may be a little tipsy celebrating today. We did tell the parents today and all that. So like, I might be waxing too long prolific about it. <laughs> oh, but it's cool, right? Having place. babies. Oh, it's cool. a big deal. It's the most amazing thing another a human can do. I mean, we it's talked about it for like 12 weeks for Nick. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> not gonna stop. No. Right? Yeah. yeah. The baby's a month can't... old, so. Oh, dude, those pictures you guys are throwing up like break oh, my heart. So <laughs> I had been out of social media for uh, I don't know, good four or five weeks. It was making me real grumpy, and so I tapped out all, all social media. Yeah, um, it can do and that. I just I just opened up this week and looked in, and I saw a little oh, beautiful baby. Yeah. My heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, you guys. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Congratulations. Everybody's been so cool about everything and very supportive. You know what else is really cool? Old-timey what? circusy music. As you wish, Mr. Dowd. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the worst little quiz in the world, where I'm about to ask these guests... A bunch of questions they've already heard, except for Brian, who's probably going to feel a little embarrassed unless he's not, and I don't know him that well. Are you all ready to play? Yes. 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 <laughs> I know. I all right. Uh, first question, throwing you straight to the wolves, Brian. If you could be any two animals combined, what would they be and which half is which? A barracuda and a wolf. Damn. Damn. And how, how does that split go down? Split go wolf head, fish butt. <laughs> that would fuck That's you up. Terrifying. That is terrifying. Okay, you guys. I know it's only the first answer, but he's already beating you. Go ahead. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Carla, you're next. Oh god. Same question. Same question. Um. Probably a cat and a bunny. Oh, you are so cuddly. <laughs> okay, which half? Bunny cat. Oh, probably a probably a bunny head. With a little cat. ears. <laughs> a dire rabbit the size of a lion. <laughs> uh, Rick. How about a, a white Bengal tiger? And an orca whale. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that's nice. Very goth with the black and white thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, the head of the tiger and the body of the whale. Wow. Oh, oh. Fuck yeah. Predator face, fish butt. Okay. <laughs> it would suck the other way around. That's bizarre. Bending it really public. would. It'd be disappointing. It's yeah. all Harlequin goth. Largest catfish. <laughs> Bottom oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, getting, the dad jokes are up here, Nick. You're getting there, man. <laughs> dad jokes on point. Oh, uh, Carolyn. Um, so probably something uh, sleek and stocky on the on my face half, uh, like a jaguar, probably, because they have spots and you can't see them. 
Okay. And then probably an awkward bottom of some kind. Either. Oh, that was my radio name in college. <laughs> <laughs> awkward bottom. I was just gonna say that was my first band name. Yeah. <laughs> we were all like, we we're all climbing over each other to get to that joke. <laughs> no, that was my first gigolo name. <laughs> That was my MySpace account. Okay, anyway, so. So, <laughs> so I think, in, in, you know, continuing with color line, I would go with penguin bottom. Ooh. Just to make it awkward and Nice. <laughs> so I have to waddle everywhere with my sweet face. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sure. I'm and, and for you. And I imagine the, it's like the head's a little big for the body, so it keeps me off balance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Nick, your question. Uh, we'll start with Carolyn. And the question is, who plays you in the movie of your life? And who is the director of that movie? Ooh. I hope I hope Helen Hunt plays me. Nice. Uh-huh. Gotta give you that. Twister era. It's a good pick. Fuck yeah! No, that works. Because I think she's kind of real and approachable. Hopefully, I like I like to think of myself that way. Um, and I, as much as it disturbs me, I think Tarantino should direct it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. I I I'd pay ten bucks for that movie. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Aww. All right. Uh, let's go to Carla. Probably, um, oh, who would play me? Uh, young me or older me? Well, that's up to you. Oh. They're going to use makeup to make them older or younger to make oh, it work. So. Makeup. It's- Probably Carla Bruni and Stanley Kubrick, I think. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool movie. Uh, I'd, I'd sit through that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go, uh, Rick. Probably Adam Sandler. Nice. Okay. <laughs> the only like director or movie maker I can think of right now is Wes Craven, but he's already passed. It's well, okay. He's also Adam Sandler. Yeah, he can he direct star. <laughs> <laughs> he does that a lot. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. There you go. <laughs> like you, you said Adam Sandler, and I immediately thought, okay, that's his answer for both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, Brian. We'll go with that. Um, Probably Childish Gambino and Clint Eastwood. Ooh, oh, oh yes. yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. It's a rom com, right? Pay double <laughs> <laughs> Ian? What was the first album you purchased with your own money? And we'll go Brian first. First album I purchased with my own money was Queen's album, Mr. Kind of Magic. Great fucking album. Yes. I also purchased Highlander when I got it. That's all. Hey, hell yeah. Great (laughs) fucking movie. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, Rick. Um, I think it was 311's Transistor. In 97. Simply right. from the cover. I didn't even know the band. Nice. Sometimes some of the best record store finds are like that. Yep. Yeah, it's that artwork, man. 
I miss like going into like a Tower Records or something like that and just like perusing a genre and being like, that album art's rad. I'm buying that today. Like, <laughs> you know, it's still yeah. open. Recycled mm. Records. Oh, really? yes. yeah, that's fun. Oh, it's you could still go peruse some records if you wanted to during the end of quarantine here. It also requires money to waste on records, unfortunately. Which I took a have. bunch of my old uh, <laughs> DVDs that I never was going to watch again and brought them into Tower Records and handed them to them. And they said, you got like 28 bucks. And I fucking went around and picked out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So get rid of some old shit yeah. and get some new shit. I missed that. Yeah. That sounds uh, fun. Carolyn. Ooh. Uh... I'm having trouble separating the two, so I'm going to answer in two part. Uh, I paid one dollar for Jimi Hendrix "Hey Joe" uh, wow. in on vinyl, and I think it was either the same thrift shop or the same afternoon that I spent four dollars on the cassette uh, "Rush Fly by Night." Awesome! Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> nice. I'm a rock Canadian. Yeah, I was raised with Rush, so like that's. That's like in my soul. That was that was my it. yeah. I wore that thing out. I still have that tape, actually. <laughs> I do Fuck not yeah. have a set player, but I still have that tape. <laughs> <laughs> and Carla, I um, I've been sitting here. I can't say with certainty what the first record was because I bought a lot of records back in the day, and. Um, did you die, did, did you let BMG close owing them a lot of money when they went into bankruptcy? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. But but I will say, Ian mentioned uh, Tower Records, and um, well, I'm gonna. I don't want to date myself, but I remember going to Tower when you could buy a um, the new release records. They were two dollars and sixty six cents for a newly released album wow. that was a long time ago so oh i remember being a young teenager going with my friends on the bus and we we'd go down to tower we'd go out to lunch we'd go and you know we had some babysitting money in our pocket and we'd go down there and i don't remember the very first record i really can't say i know some of the first records um, I might have bought like Joni Mitchell's Court and Spark or probably a Who album, probably yeah. Poss possibly a Led Zeppelin, you know, album back in those days. And I was trying to remember what the price on the doubles, uh, like Quadrophenia was a double album. Yeah. What what it must have, I think they were like $4.98 if it was a double, a newly wow. released. Wow. Yeah. Um, mm. But I remember that when you said that perusing through the records, we would spend all afternoon in there taking like two hours oh, yeah. to choose our album. You know, yeah. I remember that. A record stores are a cross between church and a library. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Just with better music. <laughs> and some of and some of the music you might find is church music. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the beauty of a record store. They got fucking everything, man. Yeah, you call it. All right. <laughs> uh, was that everybody on that dick. question? Yeah. Guess what he's going to ask about? Yeah. Oh, I'm keeping it clean because I love these people. Um, what's the? Uh, <laughs> I want to know. So you don't love the rest of our guests? Well, is no, that, no, is that what and we're we've not. You know, <laughs> we've asked. On top of the fact that I've already asked three these people, of them before. yeah, 
So it would really just be about Brian. I don't want to do that. Rick respects that we're the librarians of rock and roll. <laughs> right, right. But I know that I did ask dirty stuff because I remember Carolyn's kids having to and listen to that on one show. I, I also remember stern looks from Carla on one episode when I asked a question oh. and then we moved on. I'm sure we deserved that stern look. That was the first one. <laughs> yes, the very first one. Thank Welcome you, Welcome to Rick. the family. Why would we ask you this in public? Um, so, what, uh, but what I want to know is a hey, newer Rick, question. Yeah. Rick, before you go, everybody say hi to Mikey. Mikey. <gasps> Mikey! Mikey, we love you. We love hey, you. Mama. Hi, everybody. I miss you. Your baby's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love her. She's so cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Good job, Mikey. Thank you. <laughs> Go team. Yay. All right. Go team Ramirez. <laughs> Back to the Speaking of the Highlander. Yeah. Okay, right. so you guys, I want to know what is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted? And let's start with Rick. <laughs> Who looks frightened by the question? Shit. Yeah. It's either because it's nothing or it's like grand theft. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just I think it calculating was the, a bottle the... of water from work that I forgot to pay for. Oh, so the stupidity <laughs> was that you literally just I... forgot. You never stole anything from a store as a kid? Not that I remember. Wow. Look at it. Look at his face. It just screams Boy Scout boy. altar boy. You know. <laughs> and and you're like much older than that. Man. <laughs> You're the kid we all wish we had. <laughs> That's true. No, Thank he's you. the he's the kid your parents always wish they had. <laughs> oh. uh, not you, a general you. Hey, yeah. Oh, you guys, just a side note. Right now, I'm getting a voicemail and a message from somebody. It's one of those great messages that they looked me up. I have a studio, and it just says, I would like to, number two, record to number two night. <laughs> The fuck? Somebody call me at night. This is what you get when you're a studio. Definitely People a like so like like this guy is gonna come over with a ukulele and just lay down the best no. oh, somewhere over the rainbow, dude. And I love all people, but there's a lot of people that are just like, hey, you got an opening now, and I'm and it's like, man. Like, no. Man, I'm booked out for like four like, months. No, we haven't no, even said. We haven't even said hi. My name is whatever. It just begins with. This is what I play. I want to record <laughs> tonight. Number two. Number two. Do you? Do you, <laughs> oh, do you have a kiosk at the mall I could come record two, at? Like yeah. Shit. Uh, I love those. And then I always feel like a dick when I'm like, I got an opening two months from now. Would you like to? And then, you know, I know you're going to forget and not show up for it, but whatever. All right, I would like to quiz. record tonight. That's got to be every engineer's wet dream. <laughs> you want to just show up and lay this thing out? Like I was just like desperate sitting here hoping somebody would call. <laughs> you guys, I got to go. I got a new client that needs my attention right now. Fuck this podcast. Shutting it down. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, Rick, they'd call that a rush charge. Hey. And you just, you know, take whatever you charge. Oh, my God. He's calling back a second time because I, I rejected the first call because I'm on a Zoom call doing a show. Wow. So, hey, oh, if you're if you're uh, if you're busy tonight, uh, 
How about June 3rd at 4.67 p.m.? <laughs> right. It's fucking 9 o'clock at night. It's just like, oh, oh. love you so much. Yeah, he's going to bring are. a damn ukulele over, and he's going to throw down this, like, heartbreaking version of Smells Like Teen Spirit. And it'll become really famous, and if you pass this up, man, your your studio's doomed. Oh, and then a lot of times when these, these impatient people, when I get them on the phone, one of the first things is, hey, I don't have what you charge, but if this gets big and it's gunu, I'll take you with me, man. I can't tell you how many oh times I heard God. that. It's like, man, it's, you don't understand so how this works. <laughs> He is trying to exposure bucks. I was right. He's trying to pay in exposure bucks. That's <laughs> uh, an internship, man. God, ah, uh, man, I no knew they were good it. somewhere. I didn't realize it was at music studios. <laughs> hey, Rick, my band has a lot of exposure bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, Wendy. Oh, God. Oh, poor kids. I know. I know. Okay, we were in the middle of a quiz. I'm so sorry. Later, I'm going to call this person and explain to them how awful life really is. That's number two nights. I don't know. What are you guys doing? Should we give him a spot on the show? (laughs) I'll just send him the Zoom link. Okay, where were we? I completely lost track. We, we uh, just heard from Rick. Oh, I know I want to record with you tonight. It's <laughs> the uh, <laughs> stupidest thing you've ever shoplifted, and we just heard from Rick. Well, how about you, Carolyn? Oh, I have an answer prepared. Because <laughs> I was a pretty dumb kid, and at 16, I thought I could walk into the some kind of, like, chain grocery store and totally shove a carton of Marlboro Reds in my leather jacket and walk out the door. Wow. And believe it or not, Whoa. they caught me. Wow. <laughs> uh, a ballsy. Yeah, that leg, I, well, I, excuse me. The, this was in the days when there was like this aisle of cigarette cartons in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And I just walked in and, like, grabbed one, walked about half the aisle, shoved it in my coat, and then walked the next aisle out. And I don't know how they saw me or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were looking at you the entire time. <laughs> my wow. two-tone leather jacket. And, <laughs> and, and, and I'm sorry, like, might I, where were you, young lady, growing up? Was this, uh, this uh, was in Billings, Montana. Oh, so like, you know, a huge metropolis city with millions of people where little kids in leather jackets went unnoticed all the time. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know, like confidence my way through this thing and it, I, that didn't work. The confidence has never left you, but I guess the smoking <laughs> habit has. So good. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> now, Carla. Oh, my answer's easy. I truly have never shoplifted anything. Oh, you get a zero, but you're a good person. I don't have a great story like Carolyn. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> no boring. The records only cost two fifty. Why would she steal them? <laughs> now that there's like forty five dollars, it's like mm, I might go steal one of those things. Because minimum wage is only a quarter, and chi- there were no child labor laws, Rick. That's why. No, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Brian. Honestly, I was a huge X-Men fan. I took a couple of comic books. I actually still have the Wolverine issue that I stole. Oh, <laughs> At least you still have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's almost not dumb. <laughs> I was thinking too, Rick, we might have to flip that question one of these days. What's the smartest thing you've ever shoplifted? <laughs> and I think that the uh, the Wolverine comic book that would fit into that category. <laughs> like, there's a pardon there because you're like, oh, it's a Wolverine comic book? No wonder you took it. It's way better than my Pope John Paul II comic book, but... <laughs> yeah, they were DC, giving that shit yes. away. It's literally about him living in Poland through World War II and the, the concentration camps and shit, and then becoming Pope. Oh, and it's DC Comics, oh, and it was like a three-issue series. And that's I have a issue heavy too. comic book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also like I don't know anybody who survived that experience. Think about it. Comic books is a hero. Comic books were very popular in that time of of like pre World War Two and like and there was all those like you know laws about what you could and couldn't put into print because all the horror and detective stuff got really bad and stuff. Anything that would have depicted the horrors of the concentration camps got banned just years before the truth about concentration camps came out. So for that was their way of being able to do this in the 80s is still depict because they still followed those rules right up through the 70s and 80s. It was their only way they could actually make a book, a, a comic book about that is by making it a historical nonfiction thing. It is something the comic book industry would have done decades earlier and, and totally like capitalized on all the pain and horror. Hooray! Well, there we and go. that's my nerd's creepy soapbox thing that interrupted. The, so it was my turn to interrupt the quiz. Um, <laughs> Should we skip rapid fire this week and just jump right to the, the prize? Yes. Um, yeah, and we're going to go with uh, Brian. You're, you're the winner because you had to put up with this. Uh, you get an extra 10,000 bonus points. <laughs> I think you should get extra points for the wolf head. Yeah, that thing. was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a strong opener there. Yeah, so really we're going to. I think that was a, just a, like a. Yeah, you were, you were already leading from there. And then... I, I took down numbers and stuff instead of just my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> That's your other hand. You're not oh, supposed sorry. to tell the audience, Carolyn. Excuse me, oh, Ian, we help you out here? <laughs> See, it's a computer. Can't you hear it? <laughs> okay. Um, I really appreciate you guys for being here and putting up with us this week. Um, thank you, Betty Rocker. You're a beautiful band. And I can't wait to see you play live again. Here, here you play these new songs live sometime in our lifetime. The nearest <laughs> future. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. It's always a treat to be with you guys. I, I'm sorry we didn't talk about you more. Is there anything you didn't say that you wanted to? Yeah, this is this is something a little, little bit different. Um, one of the things that we had loosely started planning before COVID and then that didn't happen last year but not going to happen this year either but we are um, looking forward to doing maybe next year a band retreat just like uh, rent a uh, 
you know, house or something like that. I had been looking into some rentals where we could all four of us get together for a few uninterrupted days, just bring all our music gear and uh, just, you know, jam some stuff out. So because, yeah, because it seems like before I left Nevada, we were having weekly band practices, you know, we were doing that. And then uh, last five years or so, as I mentioned before, we get together intermittently and have these. And so we just really kind of are looking forward to having an actual, like, you know, day and night together band retreat. That's yeah. very cool. It's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Are you guys going to record it or just? Yeah, do some, maybe a little bit of video and just make some rough recordings, you know, some single track recordings or whatever, but basically get a four tracker, a little cloth tuber, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then but but I think it would be more of a uh, to capture ideas than to bring along to Dogwater Studios for a yeah. Maybe bring along Dogwater Studios. Hey it would be so great. I'm not mobile, but you should have that retreat here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so great water, uh, bed and breakfast. Oh. Well, I have had bands oh, from out of town made... live here for a week so oh Rick, Rick makes excellent brunches yes oh, wow. as numerous ex-girlfriends of mine can tell you yes <laughs> <laughs> nothing better than waking up hungover putting on uh, what's up doc with Barbara Streisand and just making potatoes God damn right. Oh, fuck. Uh, so where can people find you guys online? Well, we have a Facebook page, um, of course. and uh, Very responsive. A, yeah, we have a, um, a Bandcamp uh, page. Uh, we have a SoundCloud uh, page. And I recently uh, set up a YouTube channel, and, I, and we put one kind of amateur video on there. Awesome. Not that, yeah, we have one video out on there. And are we anywhere else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's all our presence. All our, yeah. And what's the last song we're going to hear today? Oh, this must be Too Pretty for the Radio. Well, uh, no, but what is it? What Get is the it? joke. It's too pretty for the radio. And I'm like, but what is it? Because it's, it's like it's like you're just saying that it's too pretty for the radio. But really, the title oh, of the song. Can, you guys won't get to because it's too pretty for radio. It's too so pretty for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's on this podcast. Hey! hey it's the Wild West out no, here. We girl. tried to do somebody's radio show at some point. Years ago. Was, Hours and then subsequently nights and nights of trying to get this all this <gasps> worked out and it never worked and uh, it was just a funny joke and so we wrote a song about it. Um, this one we I think originally tracked in maybe two thousand seventeen or eighteen. Must no. have been eighteen with Dave Adams. We did, and this is the one that Dave Adams actually plays bass on. This mm-hmm. Dave Adams, and then it sat in a vault. Uh, until we had Brian in the band and then uh, we were able to get Brian on uh, on some vocals yep. in there. So current members all participating. I don't know. It's a good Shala Diddy. Yeah, a- yeah. I forgot Dave was in the band before he became an underwater basket weaver. 
No. He did a couple of super superhero cameos for us. Yeah. I was yeah. like, hey, Dave, you're going to grad school, but can you play this gig with us real quick? And then, <laughs> yeah. And since you're going to grad school, can you just jump in the studio super fast? <laughs> and he was nice to accommodate us. It was fun to play with him. So I basically, you, you strong-armed him into being in the band. Absolutely. I pulled, I pulled the... If you've ever been my friend, you'll do this. <laughs> in Reno, it's hella cool to um, say, oh, yeah, we play with the bass player from Cranium. No big deal. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. No, we play with really good musicians. Yeah. <laughs> don't know why they hang out with us, but they did it. So. <laughs> <laughs> This song. Very much. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for being here. For everybody here at the Worst Little Podcast from cast to crew, life is short and we sure do love you. Good night, ladies. On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Hello? Carla? Are you there? Can you hear me, Sherwin? I can hear you. Maya? Can anybody hear me? The radio interview did not go as we planned it to. Super malfunction junction. It was a rock and roll countdown. Some kind of broadcasting meltdown. We couldn't get with the audio. Cause we're too pretty for the radio. Sha-la-la. 
party to the nice ladies. Dog War Studios. I'm gonna have to take drastic steps with her. Fuck you.